today on First Cup. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the ongoing saga of the plumbing, and we're going to talk about a handful of other things that I can't remember right now because it's early. I haven't had my first cup of coffee, but we will get started in 15 seconds. So stick around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, two, one. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Today is Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. My name is Jeremy. This is my first cup of coffee. Hello to all of you, whether you're watching live, maybe you're watching later, maybe you're listening to this as a podcast. I appreciate you joining me. And I just... This might be one of those days, you know, where the brain doesn't quite click right. I caught up on sleep. Uh, Sunday night, I did not sleep well. I did. I went to bed late, and even then, I did not sleep well. Because if you missed yesterday, you know that I was having some plumbing problems. Not It's not a metaphor. Literally, plumbing problems. Good morning, Frank, and good morning, Jenny. Uh, well, I am very fortunate that a mile down the road, I am friendly with a plumber. And he comes and he does work when I need him and he's great. And so I texted him at 7.30 and I was like, hey, uh, help. So he came up and digging around in there. And he's like, yeah, this isn't good. And I was like, to me, not good is like the pressure tank or the hot water heater, you know, something big and expensive. Um. It wasn't even close to that bad. There was there was a pipe that burst, but it was relatively simple for him to fix, uh, temporarily anyway. Um, he's he's going to come back later this week. We got a couple things that need to get fixed, but I have water, with the exception of cold water in the shower. Everything else works. That's it. Uh, I haven't showered yet. But I will be doing that after the show. Showering with only hot water sounds risky. So we will have to see. This This. This might be, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. Now, if it was a cold-only shower, that I can do. I've done that. You just make it really quick. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Dennis. So other than that, it was, it was a light day. I did a handful of projects or a couple little things that trying to get dialed in. For example, uh, if, if anybody's familiar with the programs that we make, we tried breaking those out into a separate website. I put a lot of time and money into those. Whistlekickprograms.com made a whole separate site and sold almost none and was paying a monthly fee for the platform we were using. And I said, you know what? It's not worth it. Let's just fold it back in. So we did. So we folded it back in. But whistlekickprograms.com is still going to that old spot. Of course, it doesn't work. So I spent like an hour working on that yesterday, trying to figure out why. Keep in mind, this is something I do for other people professionally. And I, it's Something's not right. I can't figure it out. It's driving me nuts. So um, probably tackle that tomorrow. I got a bunch of a box right there that's going to go to Amazon today. Hopefully today. But I didn't even leave the house. By the time the snow stopped, it was like 3.30, 4 o'clock. And I was like, you know, 
let's go see if I have to snow blow the driveway. I had to snow blow the driveway. It was, there was a good eight to 12 inches out there. So I snowblowed the driveway and came in and made dinner and went to bed at like eight o'clock because I was exhausted from not sleeping the night before. Frank's dropping an out of sequence joke. I love it. Did you hear about the, did you hear the joke about the Zen plumber? He just kind of goes with the flow. I find plumbing fascinating. I do because it's all pressure and gravity. That's it. You can accomplish very basic plumbing without power. Did you know that? Did you know you can flush your toilet without power? There are a lot of people who don't know that. How do I know that? From growing up in New England and not having power, but having buckets of water and going, just fill the back of the tank and you can still use the toilet. I had a thought this morning as I was kind of looking around. I do okay when things don't work well. You know, I've got, I've got a furnace and I've got a wood stove. And I've got water saved, but, you know, I've, obviously I have a sink and a shower. And I've got, I don't know, I don't know what else I would need, but. I do okay. And there's nothing wrong with the power going out because it's so quiet. Oh, is it so quiet in here? There, there's a, uh, the power going out makes me want to have, whether it's on another piece of land or back there, like, like a meditation cabin. I don't think I would use it. If it was here, I think it would need to be elsewhere and I would need to go to it. But I've been looking at, looking at land I've been looking at getting another spot. Good morning, Brian. Jenny says, we got the same storm system here Sunday right into Monday. It dropped about an inch of snow before switching to rain, and that rain is what led to my leak. Oh, no. Sorry. Boo. Had a call with Jenny yesterday. We talked about books. My brain wasn't in it because I was so distracted and flustered. That was before the plumber came. BP before plumber. We are now AP after. Hope you checked out yesterday's episode with Stephen Watson and getting some great feedback on that one. What a fun guy. Uh, we've got a, a third person joining the school owners mastermind on Patreon. Sent some messages about that yesterday. And because I just discovered this at, at a request. So, you know, I'm wearing this all over printed hoodie. You know, we did this cool design. I'm working with the designer on a few other things. Uh, there are, there's one more thing on the way as a, as a sample. Actually, there are several things on the way as samples that I will show you when the time comes. But we've got more things that we're working on. And one of those things that we're working on is a gear bag. So I've got a question for those of you in the chat. If there was an amazing design, similar to the, not necessarily similar to this, but like printed all over as opposed to every other gear bag, which even like the one I have over there has our logo in a couple of spots, but we could print 
on the whole thing, assuming it was reasonable quality, not like the best in the world, but certainly not junk, but it was a good size duffel. What would you be willing to pay? Not what do you want to pay? Because the price on these things is not, it's kind of dumb how expensive these are. But I want to see if, if making one of these for .com makes sense. So what's the most you would pay for an awesome duffel bag? Tell me. Jenny says, we had a great call, even if it wasn't as focused as normal. You're saying I'm normally focused. Okay. Good to know. Um, what else is going to go on today? So today, today I've got like four or five short calls. Andrew and I have a call scheduled and we'll see where that all goes in between. I got plenty of things to work on, but I'm, I'm going to take it easy. Like I'm, I'm going to be really honest. I'm, I'm pretty much maxed out and I'm finding that my, my ability to recover overnight and everything is just, it's not where it was. And I think some of that is that the last bunch of weeks, I've been spending a lot of time going to Maine, grabbing boxes. I haven't been out in the woods as much. I haven't been at the gym. I haven't been with friends and that's not slowing down. Um, I got boxes I still need to go through. And once I get through those boxes, then I can finally get my garage back, which will be nice. But I'm trying to take it easy. I'm trying to listen to my body. Not an easy thing. Definitely not an easy thing when you've got goals. All right. Well, Daniel is, is distracting people from the question. <laughs> A reasonable statement. Uh, I wouldn't pay silly money just for a design. At the end of the day, it's a bag that gets chucked around all over the place. I don't want to have to worry about my gear bag getting dirty. But Dennis comes in the other end. Uh, decent quality with one of Whistle Kick's killer designs, and I am in need of a new gear bag, $100. Okay. So we got two ends of the spectrum there. We could definitely do one for $100. The, the price, the, there are a lot of items that we put out. I don't care if we make money. I just care if we don't lose money. But then there are other items where we make money. Once we paid back for the design that we created, you know, paid a professional designer for, for this sweatshirt, we make a few dollars. Not a lot. Lower margin than you'd probably think. But we've sold 20 of them, 25 of them. We've sold some. Now, granted, I bought some. I bought two of them. So that probably kills the profit. <laughs> but I don't, it's okay. Right? Like, I don't, I don't mind that some items make more money than others. Stacy says 85 to 100. Jenny says the design isn't as important as the function. I think I paid around 100 for my current bag and has taken a beating for the last five years and doesn't show it. Daniel adds on $100 for a bag sounds insane to me, but that might be differences of economy. There's a bag that I've tried to make. I've, I've got the plans for what I think is the perfect martial arts gear bag. It's got a lot of mesh on it, so things can air out, but it's not all mesh. It needs to keep its shape. 
and I've got, I don't even know how many bag samples I have out in the warehouse. One of the things I'm trying to do this year is clear through some of the samples. Some of the samples were necessary on the road to figuring out what I want, but a lot of those samples out there were customized. They've got logos on them. So one of the things I'm going to try to do this year and getting rid of this box over here is a step towards it. Um, we're going to have a clearance section on whistlekick.com. So if you want some of these interesting one-offs that have our logo, like there are some gloves out there that there will never be other pairs made. Maybe people want them. I don't know. Them sitting there taking up space, collecting dust, not making money. Seems like a waste of everything. Stacy says, rarity auction sale. Yeah. I mean, we're not at the point where I think people are, are going to spend money just because it's, you know, unique whistle kick stuff. But maybe, maybe we are. And Daniel, this is the most old man, crotchety old man, get off my porch that I've ever heard you. My current gear bag cost me 25 pounds, about $35. It's nothing fancy, but it holds all my kit. It's all good. It's all good. So that, that gives me an idea. It gives me an idea that there's enough going on here that if we can knock the design out of the park, people would, would step up. So I've got a plan. We're going to explore that plan. There we go. Uh, speaking of plans, anything else planned for the day? Getting out of here. I was here pretty much all day Saturday. I was in a car all day Sunday. And I was here all day yesterday. Kind of going nuts, going stir crazy. So I will leave here. This is my last call. I got to call it. Oh. So I have a call with someone this evening. I had someone that I thought was lined up that I thought might help me out opening the school. That person has fallen through. Or I should say that person has ghosted me. Now, I know they're busy, and I understand that. And they're going to pop back up and say, I'm sorry. It's all good. There's a very slim chance they even see this. But we've been waiting. I've been waiting for them. But there's somebody else. Somebody else that I think just needs... A direction and I could see working well with this person so we're gonna have a conversation tonight and maybe on the other side of that conversation there's the plan for me opening a school hmm I've got some cool stuff in mind we'll see what happens so that's the big stuff today I think I can do it but Jeremy, when would you do that? I would stop doing some other things. Or so I tell myself. It's all good. Stacy agrees. I'm looking forward to going to the office this morning. Going stir. She's going stir crazy as well. All right. Let's see what you got for me to talk about. Headed on over to facebook.com slash first cup with Jeremy. Frank starts us off. Today is National 
Winnie the Pooh Day. The most recent Winnie the Pooh movie, I think it was called Christopher Robin, the live action one, saw in the theater, this goes back, what, five years ago? Sobbed, sobbed like a child through the whole thing. It was amazingly well done. It, it pulled at the heartstrings in the right places. It was, I thought it was a great movie. Frank adds on. Now, some of you might be wondering, what does a cartoon character have to do with martial arts? In China, there's a religion or philosophy known as Taoism. Many of you are probably familiar with some Taoist concepts such as the yin and yang. You may have even heard of Taoism's central text, the Tao Te Ching. Well, there is another book that talks about Taoism that just so happens to include Winnie the Pooh, Benjamin Hoff's classic, The Tao of Pooh. Here are three quotes from that book. Bonus points to anybody else who can name the, I don't know if we call it a sequel, but the, the second book in that direction. How can you get very far if you don't know who you are? Oof. Stacy says, my first tattoo was the cover of the Tao of Pooh. Daniel says, please tell me the question is when, which Winnie the Pooh character do you most identify with? Stacy got it right. It's the day of Piglet. Daniel got it as well. Frank's close. The, Frank says the Tao of Piglet. No, it's the day of Piglet. I have spoken at length, not so much recently, about understanding why. Why you do what you do. Why do you train? Why do you go to that school? Why are you doing any of the things that you're doing? Not just as a martial artist, but in life. If we think about a direction, if we think about a goal, I want to be this. In order to know how to get from A to B, you have to know where you are. And a huge component of knowing where you are is why you were doing the things that you were doing. Let's say your goal is to be, oh, let's, let's pick a goal. It's funny because a lot of martial artists don't have goals. They just, they just keep going. Let's, let's pick a competition goal. Let's say your goal is to be one of the best point fighters or, or the best point fighter in your age and rank bracket. Okay. That's a goal. That's a clearly defined goal. There are a lot of things along that path you have to know to get there or, or do rather. You have to improve your skill. You have to go to a bunch of competitions. You have to win and you have to practice. But where are you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm this caliber of point fighter at this time. Okay. What is it about your desire to be a point fighter? The more you unpack that, the more you understand, okay, well, you know, I, I've, I grew, let's pretend it's me. I grew up small and I've got a little bit of a, um, this isn't the, the true psychological definition, but I've, uh, colloquial, we use it. Uh, I've got a bit of a Napoleon thing going on. I like to 
prove my, my skill, my capacity as a martial artist, the more we dig down into that. Ah, so if we, if, if it's because I have a Napoleon complex, what is that? That's a feeling of inadequacy. Is it then possible that my emotions could derail me at some point? Oh, absolutely. Oh. Should we not figure that out? Should we not develop coping mechanisms? So if this was a movie in the final fight at the big tournament of the year, I don't get upset and blow it. Understanding your why pays dividends. It is worth doing. Stacy comments, there was never a Ching of Eeyore or Tigger or Owl. It's a good point. I think, I don't think anyone would want to read an Eeyore book, at least not as Eeyore's philosophy. Eeyore's a cynic. How, how beneficial is reading about a cynic? Now that you could have a book where Eeyore has a conversation with someone else, maybe Tigger. Maybe somebody needs to write the, the something of Eeyore and Tigger. Because on the other side, you've got Tigger, who's just always happy, but gets into trouble. It doesn't work out. It's kind of ridiculous. Eeyore doesn't get into any trouble because he doesn't do anything because he's too depressed. I think all of us have elements of both of those, and I think that that's why the Winnie the Pooh stories are so timeless, as we can relate to all of these characters in some way. <laughs> Daniel, that's amazing. I'm not going to read that, but that's wonderful. It, to it toes the line. See, there are things that happen live that, that you're not going to get in person. I mean, later. All right, next quote. You'd be surprised how many people violate this simple principle every day of their lives and try to fit square pegs into round holes, ignoring the clear reality that things are as they are. I've trained at schools where the instructor was a passionate fighter or a passionate forms practitioner, sometimes competitor. And the majority of their students gravitate toward the, that thing that they're passionate about because it, it skews into the way they teach and what, how often and all that. But I've also witnessed others who did not resonate with what was modeled for them. I've seen schools where there were students who would be much better off spending some time on their forms because it, they would feel better about themselves rather than not being such a great fighter around a whole bunch of great fighters and vice versa. I've known people who didn't love forms and were surrounded by forms people. And they struggled to remember them, but as fighters, they were phenomenal. 
don't try to put a square peg into a round hole, but also accept that, yes, training a bunch of different things means that some of them you're going to enjoy, some of them you're not. Some are going to work well for you, some will not. But be proud of who you are. If you love doing forms and you're great at forms, do forms. Doesn't mean you shouldn't spar. But embrace those aspects of you and your training that make you feel good about the time you invest. It's when we compare ourselves to other people in any way that things start to go sideways. There is... No, I don't want to get into that. People being dumb on TikTok. There is a constant pressure in any group towards being what that group collectively thinks is right. That, that kind of median, that collective median average, whatever you want to call it. So what? Doesn't matter. You do you. Jenny says, I'm a mix of all of them, really, but most of the time I'm rabbit and piglet. I can see that. I think we're all a mix of them. I think, I think, that's, I think that's the point. I have poo days and Eeyore days and Tigger days. Owl days. Not days. Periods. And our final reference to this book today, the play it safe pessimists of the world never accomplish much of anything because they don't look clearly and objectively at situations. They don't recognize or believe in their own abilities to overcome even the smallest amount of risk. Do you want the best, in my opinion, numerical demonstration of that? investments. The majority of people who invest in the stock market and pick very, very safe things, their investments are pretty much correlated with inflation. So they have more money later, but it doesn't buy them anymore. That's a safe investment. We all know that Reward requires risk. If you want to be great at something, you have to invest a lot of time. Or to say it another way, you have to risk time to have the reward of whatever that goal is. Because there's no guarantee. You could put all that time into that thing and it doesn't work out. If anybody feels depressed, at that notion and you think, but it never works out. If somebody's really feeling their Eeyore, I'll jump on a call with you. I'll run through all the things in my life that have gone sideways and belly up and not worked out. And then at the end, when you're crying, I will give you all the things that ended up much better off because of them. I've had some rough spots. Very rough spots. 
You keep going. One foot in front of the other. That's all you can do. We got some, some add-ons here. Kelly says, I include a poo quote in my women's self-defense handout. You are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, smarter than you think. From Christopher Robin the Pooh. And Josh says, it's a great book. And we can talk about this for a few minutes. Josh asks, is anyone a fan of the shows, The Mandalorian or the book of Boba Fett? I haven't watched Boba Fett. I think I'm current on Mandalorian. As I go through this sequence with Netflix, once this ends, then I'm back over to Disney+. Plus. I don't know a whole lot about Star Wars, but I found them enjoyable. And for those who have seen the show, I was wondering what people thought of the way the Mandalorians fight hand-to-hand, -hand, given they're literally wearing suits of armor. Uh, well, it's dumb. It's it's dumb. We know that. Um, I cannot fathom a situation where advanced technology has armor that is not padded to some degree to reduce impact force. Daniel says, Boba Fett is awesome so far. This is an example of where... I think Disney's influence becomes important to notice. It's not a ton of gratuitous violence, right? Like people get shot, people get hurt. You don't see blood, you don't see gore. And I think hand-to-hand -hand combat in that context is an easy way to demonstrate cool choreography, which I think we all probably enjoy. But because they're wearing armor, we don't have to worry about witnessing injury. For good or for bad. It's a bunch of, of uh... oh, nice, Dennis. <laughs> there's just there, here there's literally this is what i'm laughing at daniel saying bouncy 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 fun 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 i love you guys what do you guys think about that sort of choreography i just i talked with my hand over what do you think of that sort of choreography i think in that context, even even trying to satisfy Disney's requirements, this is where hand hand to hand weapons. This is where sticks and whatever become more relevant. And from my incredibly basic understanding of historical European martial arts, this is where tripping becomes quite relevant. You know, you get somebody who's loaded up with armor; they're not moving super fast, and if you've got a stick and you can, you know kind of pull their feet out from under them. That seems like a pretty good way to do it. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. Jenny asks, how could you read that without singing it? That's why I sang it. <sighs> right now on Netflix, I'm watching Narcos Mexico. I'm trying to get through Cobra Kai. 
it is so depressing. It's a very well told story and I feel very sad when I watch it. I probably, probably won't watch. Well, maybe tonight we'll see where my mood is. If I'm riding low at all, I can't, I can't even do it because it's going to, it's going to pull me down, but I need to get through it. I think I'm on like episode six. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, there's a movie. What's the movie I'm watching? I don't even remember what it's called. But it's with Owen Wilson, and I don't hate it. It's an action movie. Anyway, it's a terrible recommendation. There's an action movie on Netflix with Owen Wilson that I think is new, and he and his family traveled to Asia for a job, and there's a political uprising. It's kind of rugged. But it actually makes a really interesting movie for self-defense training. You could watch that with a class and pause probably every minute to two minutes and say, okay, what did he do right? What did he do wrong? Because there's a lot of right and there's a lot of wrong. Apparently there's some stick action in Boba Fett or, or so I'm inferring from the chat. All right. I think we're done. I want to thank you all for joining me. Thanks for coming by. I appreciate you. This is the best way for me to start my day, and I'm glad some of you find some value in it. Remember, we do this show every weekday, weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time, right here on YouTube and Facebook. And where are we also today? Uh, looks like that's it. <laughs> okay. Sometimes Twitter, sometimes Twitch. If you want to support us, you've got the code FIRSTCUP15 to get something like this mug, this Jackie Chan quote mug at whistlekick.com. You can also support us via Patreon, or if you want the whole list, including some behind-the-scenes stuff that doesn't go anywhere else, whistlekick.com slash family. you got to type it in. We don't put it anywhere. And if you've got questions or comments, leave them on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Jeremy. If you don't do Facebook, email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. I want to thank all of you for coming by. I appreciate your time, and I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. I will see you back here tomorrow. Take care. Peace.